Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakudu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of August 19th, 2022. I'm your host, Ken, and with me, I have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that's about it, pretty much. Once again, uh, Luna is probably not going to join us until the first week of September's episode, so... And we can't falter for that because she doesn't have a recording thing to to record on this time around. <laughs> it's her sister's fault at that point. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's pretty busy all in all too. So you know, it's we miss her. Uh, we look forward to her being back. So yeah. But yeah, what you've been listening to as of late, Gray? So me, uh, it's been a pretty light week overall. Mostly, you know, I've been listening to Chikara no Kagiri which you know we talked about last week and uh i'm still really enjoying uh bomb kuchin uh from uh amato danshi mm. uh those are two really good tracks one of the things is uh my wife has never watched yu hakusho because uh, you know she's not really into anime and so like this past week uh, we just like started watching yu hakusho out kind of like out of the blue and uh I, I found that the opening for Yu Hakusho is on Apple Music by uh, Mawatari Matsuko. And so Ew. I wound up. Ew, you're listening to that. the English, or you're listening to the Japanese one? You're not listening to the smart, far more superior English dub of that song? I mean, I like the English dub. Well, they don't have the English dub version on Apple Music. I like both. I like both. Uh, they they both have their quirks. One, one you can one I can sing to, but uh, I don't know. I, I kind of like the Japanese more. It's got it's got a bit more character than the English dub version. What you talking it, about? Every I single mean, time, every single time someone sings the the Japanese version for the opening, I can't help but just hear the English version. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it gets so ingrained in your mind. It, it really does. Uh, and, and, and this stuff, is coming but, from yeah, someone that just... gave up on Yu Hakusho when they got to the tournament, the the, the, the Masters tournament. Oh, the the Dark World tournament? Yeah. The, the big one. <laughs> yeah, we, um, uh, so where we are in the series, that they he just beat the four Saint Beasts, and yeah. they're raiding the compound, so they... The Dark World Tournament technically's already started, if, if you understand how the plot plays out. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we started that last night and, and stuff. And even though it's, even though my wife's not into shonen battle anime, she's enjoying it. So it, 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 it's a quality show. It holds up. I think she likes the characters. Yeah, other than that, I haven't been listening to anything too crazy. I did also go back and listen to the Near Automata soundtrack. I was doing that like Sunday, but nothing too much. I'll probably listen to a lot more music this week because uh, wife's going to be out of town and uh, I- I've got some jamming I want to do. What have you been listening to, my good sir? So I've been listening to several things. I've been listening to Hey, Stay By My Side single by Ditsy Sunfest, which is absolutely fantastic. I've been listening to Sweet Escape, a remix by Tokimeki Records as well. I've been also listening to Tendre's latest single, Have a Nice Day. So that's been absolutely fantastic. I've been listening to Summer Magic featuring Piggy Doll by Showmore. Absolutely really, really good. We got Love Me featuring Chloe Kibble by Udawashi as well. So loving what's been done by Udawashi. 
Moino by This Is The Last as well. Great, great band. I highly recommend if you guys have a chance to go check out This Is The Last, go go right ahead. Uh, Drama Store also with the Aoi Fukai single as well. They've been really, really fantastic. You got Eventide 2049 by Naive Super as well. Something that's just kind of came up out of my lovely Electronica scare here. The the beats and the composition is absolutely fantastic if you guys have a chance to go and listen to that. Also, Kamisama slash Sanctionary by Kohakugaku has been really, really good as well. I've been specifically loving Kamisama as well. The vocals are absolutely fantastic. I've been also listening to Shower by The Child Spot as well. That latest single, so, so good. Child Spot has been absolutely kicking it out of the park every single release, and I've been loving it ever since. I've been also listening to a little bit of Inca. Originally, when I was going to do Music Corner, if I wasn't going to pick the pick that I was... I would have done Inca, however, no one has reliable music sites on Inca anymore, so it's a little bit much more of a difficult find to do with with Inca, unfortunately. I was specifically listening to by Shin Aoyama, who's an up-and-comer in the Inca age as of right now, with his release of Kimito Dokomademo. It's fantastic. I think that, you know, Aoyama has it to take what is going to be the future of the Inca industry as of 2022 and I'm really appreciating it you know you got some things with how Inca is being portrayed right now you know with with Kiyoshi Kawa and stuff like that but you know it's good to know that younger generation vocalists and Inca singers are actually taking the stage as well so I'm actually really, really happy about that. And lastly, I was listening to Do Demo E Yo by Polkadot Stingray as well. Polkadot Stingray, they haven't released much this past year. So I've been really, really happy with the fact with this release as well. Not as rock heavy as I would like it to be, but it's just like a reintroduction thing kind of release, I believe. So. Shizuku's vocals have been really, really good on this release as well, so... But also speaking of game soundtracks, I renewed myself for Final Fantasy XIV because I had someone that decided to replay that. So I decided to make a brand new character, and (laughs) I've been loving all the music ever since, going back from Roborborns and Miss Q, so... Yeah, Final Fantasy XIV has an amazing soundtrack and uh you know that that's one of the games where uh you know when you boot it up and you play uh you can really enjoy that soundtrack uh for hours so yes yes yeah that's for darn sure but yeah with that speaking of music corner let's move on to music corner for this week and this i have the reins of introducing a lovely vocalist called nishina and she got her start back in 2020, and she is being called the self-dub New Era Star with this lovely, heavily natural singing voice. And true to her name, she has her music has a very calm yet hint of mysterious madness hidden throughout, which kind of attracts like several listeners, kind of like me and possibly Luna. <laughs> And, you know, one of the things that I absolutely do love about her is that she has these really soft but addictive vocals that, you know, can really caption a listener. 
and that's one thing that I really do look forward to in a not a J-pop like you know like a pop singer but like more of a regular vocalist like for me if I'm listening to a female vocalist usually pop isn't the thing that really drives me to anyone anymore it's more that soulfulness and more that vocal heavy kind of singing style that I absolutely love you know combined with a sense of lyrical prowess she spins a tale throughout every track she has this nostalgic melody that you know really can relax the listener and you know as soon as I wrote that down I was like Gray's probably gonna have a difficulty with this particular vocalist uh, yeah uh We'll, we'll we'll get to my thoughts on her in a second, but uh, she was someone who uh, I, I'm I'm eager to see how like in time because usually like sometimes a vocalist like this uh, like initially I, I kind of struggle to like a little bit uh, when we first cover them and then when we do the wrap up I wind up liking them a lot more so uh, she might fall in that same ballpark. Yeah, you know, regardless, you know, songs like Heavy Smoke, Senti really shows out that relaxed style that, you know, can really drift away the the listener. And, you know, Nishina's vocals really add that atmosphere overall. And, you know, while slow tempo tracks are her forte, she also has several mid-tempo works as well. You know, stuff like Tokyo Marble in 1990 and uh, Tomei Naruto... Tetsubo no Aru Aka really presents this this case really well. While, you know, her mid-tempo tracks aren't really the strongest release in her discography, it kind of really shows that she isn't really afraid to mix it up when B and kind of go out of that comfort zone, and which I kind of need in a vocalist overall. That's one of the things that I look for. Obviously, not just ran random stuff activate kind of thing, but someone that isn't afraid to be like, yeah, this this didn't work, but I tried at least kind of thing. While she is pretty young in her career, she's has an abundance of releases. She has about 14 singles, all digital, by the way, and one album called 1999 that, you know, was released back in July of this year. So, overall, what did you think of this vocalist? I immediately when I was listening to her and wrote the road up, I was like, yeah, I don't know how Gray is going to feel about Nishinel, but how did you feel about her? Yeah, uh, and, and uh, you know, I I will say it's like you know when we do the uh, music corners, like I, I, you know, we all enter these ho- hoping we like them. I, I don't think anyone ever sits down, and listens to a music corner, hoping they don't like them. No, I just um, assume when I pick an artist and I know what this person sounds like, I already know that. Yeah. Oh, several people might not like this either you or luna or even combination of both but yeah Yeah, well and but the thing but the thing is for me for if i want to do like like i said for music corner it's a good way to introduce artists that i know that you would never in a million years pick up on that that is true uh because i I don't think i would i would pick her uh for for better or worse I, i don't think i would i would pick her uh, I, I think for wor- light worse. I, I'm glad that you cover artists that I wouldn't pick. I, is what I'm trying to get at, and doing a 
terrible job at it. But yeah, but even Luna I, probably would not have picked her as well because I just no 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 I don't think that the type of vocals that she has while you know fairly close to what she listens to I don't think it'd be a while before she pulls that trigger so to speak on an artist like this and it's it's unfortunate like for me I don't give I don't care if I find an artist that I think that. I know for a fact no one's ever heard of Nishina before <laughs> before today or before I did my introduction to her to you guys I'm pretty sure you have never heard from her, heard about her before. Yeah, no, I had never heard about her and uh she she is she is I w- I will first off I will say that I did not dislike her at, at all. I I really wound up overall I'll say enjoying uh, her 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 work. Uh, it it was good. I, I didn't fall in love with it. I didn't. I wasn't like I'm gonna be listening to her nonstop for the next two weeks. Well, I, I didn't I mean, get that. You also don't listen to a lot of female vocalists as well. No, <laughs> you're, no, you're... I don't. And and it's uh it is a weak. It it is a it is a weakness that I have in a, in a blind spot. Uh, Unless and, they uh, are idle, for the most part, you are not going to listen to them on the regular basis. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I wish I knew why because I'm I'm not I don't it's not that I don't I have a thing against female vocalists I, I don't know I just don't gravitate toward them I guess. Well, it's mostly uh, because they don't do the kind of poppy hook that you kind of like and the type I of do, I do and the mo the mood that like i've i know your sense of music already you've never really you kind of changed but you haven't really changed outside of your base so for the most part i already know that the type of artist that would be perfect but i am not going to introduce certain artists like that or i just leave it to you guys because i feel that for me if i were to introduce an artist like that it would be baiting specifically you <laughs> Yeah, well, and and also the the good the pro of having you know me introduce an artist, you introducing an artist, and Luna introducing an artist is that you know you get that variety. Oh yeah, and that's and, what and, that's and, what and, and, we're and, doing for this, and that's yes. the, the the main point of Music Corner, and yeah. hopefully the main point overall is for you guys or the listeners to or even to you and Luna to have introduction to artists that I know in a million years or in several years, you guys would probably not pick up on. And that's how deep yeah. the music industry is. And, and that's what I'm thankful for. It's not, not like, not to, not to bash how K-pop is currently, but it's not fairly on the shallow. I, I granted, if I was more into looking into how the K-pop industry is, I probably have a little bit more to say, but on a surface level, it's a little bit much more deeper variety. Granted, someone could say the same about J-pop and just be like, the Japanese music industry is just anime music, which I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, I could I could see that criticism. I I, I like, and I, I think because we're in it, like we obviously kind of like, well, you know, there's you know, there's all this music over here. If you check out, it will. It's nothing like anime, so so you know you, there there's a lot of variety. You just gotta know where to look, and I'm willing to bet that K-pop is similar, uh, or at least the Korean music industry. Uh, so it is, you know, it's like it's like knowing where to look and stuff. But uh, Nishi, Nishina, 
uh, is a good vocalist. I think she she's really good, and she is really early on in her career. So you know she's still really figuring it out, and and I, that's my biggest takeaway. Especially, uh, like I really did overall wind up enjoying her 1999 album. I felt like that was pretty strong, especially the last four tracks. I, I wound up really liking. I thought that was really good. Uh, her first album, which is titled Odds and Ends. There was there was a couple of tracks I was like I, I don't know literally uh, is odds odds and ends at that point <laughs> yeah it, it it wound up for me being odds and ends uh, on that one um, but you know Cinti was a standout on that album and I did wind up liking that and Heavy Smoke was pretty good too so uh, you know um, like I said you know it th- th- she's definitely got a good voice and, and and I can tell that she's really learning how to apply it and, and how to accentuate it and I do think given a, like a little bit more time I think she's going to be really good um just I, I don't think she's quite there yet for me uh but she I think she'll get there because she's she's definitely got the talent I can I can definitely hear that uh, it's just I don't think she's there. I think she's I think she's like an album away from really being Under. rock solid. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. But like I said, I've I've always find artists that I know for a fact that even if an album or two later, even if she does find her stuff, unfortunately, it, she has a specific niche that I'm pretty sure not mainstream people are not going to know of, and that's that's the point of who I choose. So. <laughs> And that, that's completely fair because, like I said, you know, uh, had you not picked, picked her, I, I don't you know. She wouldn't be on my map. And uh, part of me feels that's a bit of a travesty in and of itself. Like, uh, I think she's really good and I would like, to, you know, I definitely want to hear more from her and to hear where she goes from here. Because, uh, like I said, I think I think she really does have something. Just I don't think she's quite. There. cultivated it quite yeah. yet <laughs> yeah yeah but uh she she's like i said she's really good and she's worth talking about more more than anything so uh i did enjoy my time with her overall uh and even though i was, I was a bit more critical i i did wind up enjoying my time with her overall and i am glad you picked her so uh thank you for picking nishina um she was definitely uh fun to talk about and a good conversation uh that that i felt really i don't know it helped me in 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 some ways uh and uh i i I thank you my good sir for for uh talking this through through with me because like i said she's she's really she is pretty good and uh i'm eager to see what she does yeah like like these types of artists the roundup will probably benefit her a whole lot more than the initial introduction of her to you guys so with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here, and eh, I mean, it wasn't as bad as, well, it's not as good as last week, but it's not as bad as last week either. I mean, and last week was just uh, mid, it was just okay in our standards as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't, I, I, I'll, I'll say I think last week's was better. Yeah. It's getting to that uh, point that 
it's getting to that point, you know. I've I've know if we've talked about this off air, but I think it gets it's becoming that point that I think we should just recommend just going into the monthlies at this point. Because there's nothing there to really bite on. <laughs> yeah, and there's really not a whole like, you know, we're going to talk about it and there's some stuff that we can talk about this week, but uh, there's not. It's. I don't know if it's worth the time to really go over all ten tracks on a weekly basis. Like, there's not. The, like, what little bit is new is. It's just not. I, I. I just don't know if it's worth the listener's time. Really. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, you'll you'll see when we get into it what we're talking about. See, because you know, I'm looking over at the 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 uh, digital trend as well. So I'm looking at the digital trends one. We could have been talking about Otto's new song, which is the the main song from from Red, and we could have had a conversation about Red, <laughs> uh, the One Piece film. Yes, uh, yeah, because uh, I'm I'm willing to bet that that's blowing up. Oh yeah, I, I mean that that song. I mean, it got to the point that their the character was being used as some advertisement. I don't know. I'm not. I don't follow One Piece, so well, I just don't follow anime. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's been a hot minute since I followed One Piece. So I, like, it took me a minute to to like, Red, what's he talking about? Oh yeah, uh, film Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Shanks' daughter. Yeah. Spoiler. I I didn't even know that was his daughter's. Well. Y- yep, yep. There you go. That you that explains something. a lot of the the ads having shanks around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, let's continue on to number ten here, and it's Hanawa Dare no Mono by Stu Forty Eight. Not much more we can say about this release. <laughs> no, we we've covered this several times now, and you know, yeah. I, I I think our our feelings have. Not changed at all. So yeah, regardless, this week it's a lovely four thousand four hundred fourteen copies, and going on up to number nine, it is Bisanwa Naze Naku Nadunoka by HKT Forty Eight. Not much has changed about this release as well, but this week it's sold a lovely five thousand seven hundred and two copies here, and going on up to number eight, it is the Idol Master Shiny Colors Panorama Wings. Zero five, very very love by the lovely group of Idolist Melody from Idolmaster. I'm not too sure of their subgroups because I don't pay attention to Idolmaster here. Apparently, it is an Alice Alice Dromera. It is a type of lily. <laughs> uh, I can kind of see that. They are native to South America. <laughs> it explains the plants in the cover art. <laughs> yes. The lilies. The literal lilies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're lilies. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We learned something today. Uh-huh. And I thought, you know, overall, I thought this was all right. They're not really changing things up. But then again, I haven't really listened to Idolmaster in a hot minute or given it such of a 
a sit down listen to compared to when we do Love Live and stuff like that. Well, granted, Love Live has been popping up almost every week at this point. <laughs> yeah, they've been really consistent as of late. I, yeah. I mean, they've had a string of releases, so yeah. it makes sense. Granted, you know, I, I very very love was all right. I think it was the composition and the piano work in throughout the song is actually really really good. So. I thought that was a plus, <laughs> but give me more. It's all right. So yeah, uh, I I felt like the lead title track, "Very Very Love," was was pretty solid, and uh, I agree with you that piano work was done super well. Uh, this was, you know, Idol Master. You know, it's been. You're right. It's been a a while since we talked about them and covered them, and uh, you, you know, I I know we've had a history with idol master that's a bit mixed but uh this wasn't too bad and it goes to show you know sometimes you know you can't write off uh, uta no prince sama or idol master as much as sometimes the brain wants to you can't write them completely off because sometimes they actually do release something that's pretty pretty good and uh, this was kind of the proof in that a bit uh the other tracks were okay but uh, very very love, I, I felt like was was pretty good, and, and I did enjoy it. So, uh, not not enough to buy or, or run out or anything like that. But you know, for Idolmaster, I was like, hey, this this isn't too bad. So, I, oh, I yeah. thought it was pretty pretty good. Oh yeah, I mean overall, I thought it was okay. And honestly, <laughs> that's an endearing accommodation that it could give it. <laughs> and we're gonna get to that lovely other. <laughs> That other comment as well, because we're probably going to be saying it a lot this week. <laughs> yes, we are. Regardless, you know, Idol Master Shining Colors Panorama Wing 05 Very Very Love sold a wonderful 5,917 copies. Going on up to number 7, it is Hoshi no Ame by Johnny's West. Not much has changed from this, but... This week it's a lovely 6,027 copies here. Going on up to Clap Clap by Niju. I wish they stop stop because I really, really just deleted this this uh, this release out of my memory. And then I was just like, oh my goodness, I totally forgot they released this and it was horrible. <laughs> but regardless. Yeah, I honestly forgot about this too if it makes you feel better. <laughs> Yeah. Regardless, it sold alright. It sold seven thousand six hundred and two copies. And going on up is Utano Prince Sama Maji Love. Stylish idols love songs, but with Aishima Seru with their drink drink love. Do, do, drink total love, I believe that's what it is. And this was okay as well, to be honest. And I think we both have the same assumption for this particular release yeah it's it's all right this is i mean you know if you uh it it feels weird saying that the idol master track i felt was a bit better because uh the utina prince sama track this week i i didn't think it was bad but it man it was very forgettable and i i just don't I, I I didn't love it that much, and I, I felt like this is just kind of by the book, Uta no Prince Sama, uh, and you know I've I've heard really good from them, and then you know it's kind of been regular Uta no Prince Sama since then. So 
you know, it, it's it's all right. Like I said, uh, I think this is a bit more a bit more blah. So you know, uh, it, it'll probably be forgotten in a week. Uh, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's for not true. Regardless, this week it sold seven thousand six hundred thirty-one copies. And going on up to number four, it is La Vida Loca by Nick. And this is this is another one of the dozen Korean groups have been making their way in the Japanese music industry. This is their second single release for the Japanese market. And it, it, I honestly thought it was all right. Like, there, there's one vocalist in Nick. That I just wish did not start start doing the yo 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 rapping voice throughout the song, and if they got rid of that, it was just so it's like a five. It's not not horrible, but I mean, if it just popped up on the radio, I just I wouldn't change the channel. I'd be like, right. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, uh, this was uh, it was all right. I did feel like it was a little stronger than some of the other Korean groups that we've talked about over the past little bit. Uh, there's more in La Vida Loca that I wound up liking than not liking. Uh, but it's... Uh, th- there is some creative decisions that they made in here. I, I wouldn't have made them. And... There's a couple things they try. I, I feel like does not work. The rap, it, it is a little jarring. It doesn't quite work with the song. It feels like the song's trying to do one thing and the rap's trying to do something else. And it leads to this jarring sensation a little bit throughout the song. But their vocals are pretty good when they're singing. I, I do think the rapper is pretty talented. It just seems like the rapper is rapping in a different song than the singers are singing. And, and I think that's the biggest issue I had with it. But, I, I mean, like I said, uh, there, there's a little bit to this. I, I can see them refining this a bit and being pretty good. And so, I, I don't know. I, I thought this was okay overall. I didn't think this was particularly bad. But it'll be interesting to see where they go f- from here. That, that, that would be like my only thing is like where do they go uh and how do they follow this up because i'm I'm interested to see if they do because they do have a slightly different sound than a lot of the other korean stuff so they do stand out and i think that's a positive as well no yeah i totally agree like overall i think nick has amazing vocals and i just think once they you know refine it just a bit more they'll be really, really good. And they're one of the things that I'm very hopeful for this group. I really am, legitly. So, regardless, this week it sold a lovely 8,783 copies. And going on up to number three, it is Superdrive by SS Nerverge. Um, I don't know how to read that symbol, so... Uh, I don't either. It's really it's an upside down A. I think that's a Russian. No, it's it's like alpha. it's like alpha. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's like alpha, omega, 
definite symbol. It's like root alpha is alpha with the A. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So, it's, it's used as a mathematical, logical thing as universal quantification, which makes sense. <laughs> it's used for math, for the most part. <laughs> Regardless. So, is this, is this supposed to be, like, a math rock group, maybe? Nah, because they don't sound like math rock. Okay, I didn't think they sounded like math rock, but I, I I don't think I've ever... I think I've listened to math rock through this show, but I wouldn't know math rock unless someone was like, this is math rock. You'd have to sit down and point it out to me, but... Um, math math okay. rock is them shifting tempos mid-song. Oh... Gotcha. Like how okay. they do that makes sense. Like I mean, uh, clack clacks is a huge component of that. Where they are bread and butter math rock, where they shift by four fours to eight eights in their melodies. Gotcha. Okay. I always wondered. I always wondered how you define math rock. Okay. Shifting to okay, that makes sense. Oh wow, that that'd be hard to count. Okay, now I can see why they call it math rock too. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, how did you like Superdrive? Because this is our first appearance of this group, and this is their debut single as well. And what a debut to come out on! <laughs> uh, it is uh, a wild, wild ride, I, I will say. So I really liked Superdrive uh, to the point where I was almost about to hit the plus sign because I. Did I really like Superdrive? This is a fun, energetic song that just really gives you revved up and going. And then I heard uh, Saruni Nate, and I I could not listen to it anymore. I, I I'm I am sorry, but it it sounded like there was a murder going on in the middle of that song, and I just could not could not listen to it anymore uh just there's just um, it just it just, just sounded it just sounded like scream out without actually being metal so to speak and that's what you literally mean that an actual murder is yes. going on throughout no, the song no, yeah <laughs> no yeah yeah but it's just yeah it's I, like i've listened to screamo and uh various stuff and Man, I just, I have never been the person that finds that that sound appealing. Well, I mean, at you've all. also oh, you have also like you've also gone into your history about this. Not only that you were yeah. like you were like, "Yeah, it's all right," but you've listened you were surrounded by people that only listened to it. And that pretty much kind of amplified that lovely misunderstanding overall. <laughs> yeah, um but uh it, it I will say it did leave me I didn't check out the because it's five tracks all in all and so I never listened to Hero DD Disco and was it Alpha Signal I guess would be the uh, would be the uh, le- uh, third track so uh, which is sad because I, but I was worried there'd be more of the screaming in in those tracks and I was like uh, I, I can't. 
judging judging be that fear judging now. a like, group on one track you're becoming me and which is not good <laughs> it's not it's not good uh, but it's, it's just like like this fear like like i just like i just i just don't know if i could hear it i, I just don't know if i could hear then that just skip song. it just skip it who gives a flying owl so. But I didn't want to skip into one more of it. That was my argument. That was like, I didn't want to, I didn't, but, it's like, and then if you skip into more of it, then stop. But the thing is, you know, like for us, because the fact that it is available, we should be listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Personal, personal taste aside, uh, but uh, I, w- I will say it, it's. Uh, I didn't realize this was a debut release, but I mean, they they really, they, like I said, they really made a note, and I. I'm still on the fence. I really did like Superdrive. Like that's a fun song, and it's really good. So, uh, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what their follow-up is with this because I'm I wonder what they're trying to be. Well, I mean, they, their their whole thing is being a band that just throw away their instruments, which makes sense because they don't have really. They don't have a, a genre, so to speak. And one of the things that I no. have actually really did like about SS uh, Neverge is the fact that they're not af- they're not afraid to experiment, and which I really really do like. Granted, they're doing all sorts of types of rock within this one release, and you know, hey, it doesn't mean that all of their songs are like this, but it's a good amplification to be like, yeah, hey, they're a group or a band. That don't, that don't mean to stay in their one thing, which is, which is nice, you know. You Sadoni Nate, while you know it is a song that I know that you would have difficulty, and even all of us, I don't think, if Luna was here, I don't think she would have liked that song really or release as well. But the fact that they decide to be like, hey, we're gonna try all these other. Th- genres of rock is very very likable and they don't and it's only just one song everything else is is everything is just mid or okay in my opinion yeah yeah like i I do want to emphasize it ken is right it's just that one song so uh you can't but regardless super drive sold a wonderful eleven thousand three hundred and eleven copies here And going on up, it is Oi Kakeda Yume no Sakede by Layla. And, you know, this is the subgroups from from Love Live here. And I honestly thought this was probably their best release in a while. Granted, they've been cranking out the releases with Layla. It's much better than We Will. But it's probably their best release all year. Yeah, no, this was a great release by Layla, and this is one of the best releases that they've had over the year. Oi Kakeru Yume no Saki Day is just a fun track with a lot of energy. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it, and I also had a lot of fun with uh, Mizu, uh, Mizushi Buki no Sign. Uh, which is the second track of the release. So this overall, I felt worked a lot better and, and is definitely a step up from their last release, We Will. 
this was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, it's nice to see Layla kind of back on track, honestly, because it felt like the last couple of releases were just kind of off the rails a little for them. Like they, they Layla typically does good releases, and the fact that the last couple of releases haven't been that good, uh, it, it's nice to hear them kind of back doing the, what they do best. And so uh, this was a great release by Layla, and certain uh, one that uh, Luna is going to be enjoying uh, when she returns to the show. Regardless, Oi Kakyuru Yume Osaki Day sold a wonderful 13,475 copies. And going on up to number one, it is Kisaki ga Soda ni Koi o Hibikaseta by Milk. And it's it's been a long time since we've seen Milk on on the Oricon here, so it's a nice surprise, but then I'm just like, oh, it's been a while. I don't know how much they've changed. And uh, they pretty much sound the same, like in my personal opinion. I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to be too harsh on them. It's, it's, it's milk <laughs> at this point. Yeah, no, uh, it was nice to see milk come back for um, uh, Kiseki ga sora ni koi o hibi kasete. I, I wound up really liking this. I felt like this is in Milk's wheelhouse. They they definitely don't shake anything up with this release. But it's been so long since we've heard them that it's just it's just nice to hear them come back. And uh, it, it's been a while since I've listened. I need to go back and listen to Old Milk. Uh, but it sounds like they've really picked up the vocals a bit. Like... Uh, Kiseki ga soga ni koi o hibi ka seta is a little stronger vocal performance than I remember them doing typically. So I I thought this was a pretty good release. I hit the plus sign on this. Uh, this wound up being one of my favorite releases of the week overall. It, it's really hard. I, I really felt like Layla just knocked it so far out of the park with their release. That I, I think that might have been my release of the week, but Milk is a very close second. And I will say I added this one to my library before I added the Layla track because I, I'm just I'm I'm a Milk fan at the end of the day, and it was just nice to hear the boys back together. So um, this was a great release. I'm so glad that these guys are here, and. Uh, it was, it's nice to see them at the top of the Oricon because I I, I think they've got they they got it they're, they're just great vocalist and uh, I just I had a lot of fun with this I thought it was a good release so it's nice to see them back you know it it's it's sad for Melk because of the fact that this sold very poorly it sold very very poorly it only sold twenty nine thousand. And twenty nine copies. You know, on the the album side, there's not there's. It makes me wonder what released for the album side, and it's not much. It's only two one hundred thousand copy albums, and that's not much in the grand scheme of things. So, I I feel bad for Milk in a in a sense because of the fact that this release did not do well. It got number one, sure, but sales wise, oh boy. Yeah, it it is a little lackluster, and it would have been nice to see the number a little higher, but... At least break uh, 50,000, man. 
Yeah, no, I I agree. That would have been, oh man, that would have been great to see them break fifty thousand. Uh, so uh, maybe next time, because uh, this th- it's been a while since they've had a release. So you know, maybe just. I mean, this takes is the time second, to get back in the. This is their second release this year, so I mean, oh, I mean they had a another release called Hikari back way back when but you know I mean they haven't been really out of people's minds so to speak I mean physical wise they probably will be they will have but digital wise they haven't but regardless you know I, I'm pulling for them because I you know they are there we've, we've reported about them in the past about music corner and stuff so it'd be nice to talk about more about them again but regardless I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ongakudu. You can follow us on all the social media platforms at Ongakudu on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the website where we talk about the Japanese music industry at ongakudu.com. You can also follow our affiliates, Karyu Hunter, who is a retro streamer and pretty much is heavy in that community. He's going through a lot of the Xeno. Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles. I, I, I have no idea. I've, I've, I don't play the Xenoblade Chronicles games. So, but I believe he was redoing the first game. So, can check him out at twitchtv Hunter K Y O R Y U H U N T E R. You can also check out our affiliate TimberTaff, who, what <laughs> is going through Warcraft for some strange reason, and just so happened on one of the streaming days had hit a maintenance maintenance time, so he couldn't even stream the game. So I was laughing at that. But you can check him out at Twitch.tv/TimberTaff T I M B R T F T. You can also check out Luna Sister Rose, who's probably really excited with all the Final Fantasy XIV stuff that's been coming out. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our other affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name, who will be on our upcoming episode for Potasaurus, so be on the lookout for that, because it's episode 69. But you can check her out. At twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name, F A N G I R L H I S N O N A M E. And like I mentioned previously, I have a podcast with both Kyo, Timber, and Fangirl called Potosaurus. And this past week, we've talked about. We talked about Evo, we talked about Xenoblade Chronicles 3, we talked a little bit about Kamen Rider because of the fact that they are releasing a 01 new new story adaptation for Kamen Rider 01 in the American comics, which is very, very interesting. But if you want to hear us talk about that, you can look up Cory Hunter, say, or you can look up Potasaurus and um, by looking up Cory Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKim. One more talk about Bang Dream, I know about Robocall Hiropo, and all that lovely jazz. You can follow Luna at LunaMarie87 on all social media platforms. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So if you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of OngakuDu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye.